Welcome back. We are talking Seinfeld tonight. Craig Schaub here with Laura Kessel. Laura, how are you doing? Doing good. Doing good. I'm doing okay. I wish I could say I'm doing better, but this episode uh, <laughs> we're talking about uh, season three, episode 15, The Suicide. You know, last week we talked a little bit about the Pez Dispenser, and even though there are some people that have fond memories of that episode, honestly, this episode, The Suicide, probably makes the Pez Dispenser look like Citizen Kane of, of Seinfeld episodes. This episode didn't really do it for me, even though there are some elements to this that are nice. There are some quotable lines, mm -hmm. um, especially Jerry talking about George, who's going on vacation in the Cayman Islands, mm -hmm. uh, even though he doesn't have a job, uh, and making fun of, you know, what are you getting away from, getting up at 11, yeah. which was fun. Uh, you know, Kramer, and there's Newman, Newman's first episode in Seinfeld, yes. uh, Wayne Knight playing Newman. Not really sure how this episode, how you view this episode, but to me, this kind of reminded me of some of those first season episodes that we just really had to kind of slog through to, to, to kind of get to the better episodes. What did you think about the suicide? I've never really liked this episode that much. Um, I, I have a low tolerance for um, George acting like a fool, you know, and... <laughs> I have a very low tolerance for Gina, the girlfriend. Yes, yeah, we'll get into that in a second here. Um, um, I, you know, I just, I don't know, the whole the Elaine thing with the fasting bugged me <laughs> to no yeah. end because yeah. I personally have had that test. <laughs> yeah, and I didn't have to fast at all. <laughs> right. So yeah, so so the the, the episode it basically. George, or I'm sorry, Jerry's neighbors, Martine and Gina, which we finally, I guess, get a chance to meet some of his neighbors, um, are little colorful characters. Uh, and uh, apparently, you know, Jerry strikes a, a liking to Gina, which, of course, it's a female character on <laughs> Seinfeld. So someone's going to be interested, and it happens to be Jerry. And, uh, you know, events happen. Martine ends up... Uh, trying to commit suicide but he's alive and he's in a coma mm -hmm. and gina who i guess seems to be uh excited about this opportunity to maybe get with jerry starts hitting on jerry and and jerry actually does show restraint early on where he's like no this is inappropriate we shouldn't you know do this and she wants to kiss him right when they're standing over top of his you know <laughs> comatose body his her boyfriend's body Mm -hmm. uh, it's just a really creepy, weird episode, the way they play this all out. Gina is probably the least likable character in Seinfeld history, perhaps. I don't know if you agree with that, but yeah, at least, at right least as far as one of the female uh, love interests for Jerry, she's she's got to be one of the worst people that have been depicted on, on Seinfeld. It mm -hmm. just, just kind of rubs you the wrong way, and... You know, Jerry finally decides that he's going to go all in on this because he likes her. And they sort of have this like behind the scenes relationship. So Martine is in the hospital and they're start, sort of starting their relationship. And it just it just seems wrong all the way around, even for a Seinfeld episode where, yeah. you know, oftentimes dark humor is part of their their shtick. But in this case, I just I don't think it hits the right notes. Do you? Oh, no, not at all. <laughs> Um, 
I was I was troubled by. I, in fact, it's funny. I was thinking about you actually while I was watching it, and the first couple times I wa- I watched these episodes way too much, okay, way too many times before we have this meeting. Um, but I was thinking about you because you you had a problem with something recently. On it was from a Seinfeld episode. Um, do you remember some some societal thing? Was it from uh, Was it from the subway where uh, there was homophobia? And yes, that might that might have been yeah. it. Yeah. Um, but I mean, this one deals with you know a pretty serious mental health issue. Yeah. You know, he was he was bummed by her. You know, well more than bummed by her. Uh, Gina break, saying she was going to break up with him, and he attempts suicide, and it is like totally glossed over what happens. Right. Right. You know, and you know, the outcome, she moves back in with them, you know, hopefully he had some, I mean, granted it's a comedy and everything, but you know, there's, I mean, nowadays, if you had this type of thing on a show at the end, there'd be a, you know, placard on the screen saying, you know, if you have, if you know anybody that has a mental health issue or a concern, this is where you need to reach out for help. And, you know, I'm, I'm sure if Seinfeld was around today, it probably still wouldn't have that because, you know, we yeah. talked about it last, maybe last week or the week before about, you know, the, their adamant views on nothing is ever learned and no lessons. And, right. <laughs> but well, and they even kind of double down. Yeah, they even kind of double down on this because part of the, you know, the transitional, you know, stand-up comedy that Jerry does they even, you know, poke fun in, in yeah. a way at, at people who attempt or do yeah. commit suicide. Um, and, and again, you know, just sort of in bad taste. And, and I, I'm, I'm all for the dark humor. But mm-hmm. in this case, I, I just don't think it works at, at any level. Um, you know, I will say, though, as, as bad as this episode is, and it, it's probably in that that pool of first season episodes that were just downright trying to find their footing but trash yeah this what this is this may be a little bit worse in my opinion because there wasn't any excuse for it to be bad because there were right. some good lines you had some you know the the elaine storyline was a throwaway george's storyline was sort of a throwaway but then you had some good comedy with kramer got trying to get his vacuum cleaner back from martine and that was that was probably the one thing that maybe did work because it wasn't that he was down, you know, sort of downgrading this man's suicide attempt and being in a coma. He was just wanting his vacuum and yeah, he, he didn't, you know, he wasn't doing it in bad spirits, I guess I, yeah. I the way I kind of took it. Um, and then of course he and Newman get into the, you know, the carpet cleaning and, you know, the carpets, uh, yeah. you know, vacuums and stuff. And, you know, it, it was funny though, that it, it almost seemed like, Kramer had a similar relationship to Newman that Jerry did, where Jerry and Newman are sort of the nemesis of each other. Kramer wasn't exactly like buddy, buddy, the way he becomes buddy, buddy with, with Newman. So I thought that was interesting. Maybe they just didn't know how to, to kind of approach Newman at that time, even though they wanted he to be the the foil to Jerry Seinfeld. But uh, Kramer wasn't necessarily cozying up to to Newman at, at that point. So you know, there were some elements to like in this show, um, you know, Kramer sort of explaining 
the um, you know the Sports Illustrated swimsuit calendar that George missed out on because he did not go on vacation. But all in all, it just it just doesn't work. There's not really a lot that works. The Elaine storyline is ridiculous. Even George's storyline where he's obsessive over this, you know, this fortune teller, <laughs> it, it just, you know, it, it just doesn't add up to a whole lot. I no. mean, did you find anything about this episode that maybe would not put it in maybe your bottom tier of Seinfeld episodes? No, but I mean, there were some moments that just, you know, I enjoyed, you know, I loved when Jerry was <laughs> trying to make sure that Martine was not just pretending to be sick when he was screaming his name <laughs> in the right. hospital. Um, I liked uh, the Drake's coffee cake stuff, you know, I, uh, that to me was, <laughs> that was funny because, you know, we've all got, we've all got those like regionalistic kind of uh, foods that we enjoy. Um, I liked you know, Jerry teasing about the job. Um, and I liked Elaine when she was at the end, when she was completely looped out because she didn't have any food for three days. You know, yeah. I mean, just another example of her being really excellent at her job. But I mean, you know, we get some, some views of some stuff that will come up later here also, which is helpful. Um, Elaine, I don't know if this was, was this the first mention of Elaine's hatred for smoking? You know, it, it might've been, I know she's, she's kind of gone in and out of some of her, you know, social, social justice, you know, uh, yeah. warrior issues where she's, you know, mentioned other things throughout even these first couple of seasons in, in, in advance of smoking. But yeah. in this case, it made a lot of sense though. It wasn't like she... I mean, I guess the disdain she had was more so because this woman was pregnant who was smoking while fortune telling. Um, <laughs> but I, yeah, I do remember in later seasons, you know, she's not a fan of smoking in general, but yeah. uh, it made sense for her to not be a fan of this because the woman's yeah. literally, you know, pregnant. Yes. And of course, <laughs> you know, they end up bumping into her at the hospital and, um, and George helps her give birth. Apparently. George give birth. Well, or at least he's in the room to see yeah. what happens when that happens. And he was not, mm -hmm. uh, he was a little maybe shell shocked from it. Maybe some, some things seen that he yeah. did not anticipate seeing, but yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, unfortunately I think that, you know, there are in this episode in particular, there's, there's jokes that work and there's, you know, scenes that work. It's just the overall, story that it revolves around is what makes everything just not work. And unfortunately, you know, there are some fun things that are, are good in this episode, but it's, it's a misfire overall. So for me, you know, and also I think the look of it, it looked very dim. Like it did not look like a season three Seinfeld. I don't know if you caught that, but it really looked very dimly lit. Like they, like it was more of a season one where they didn't really put a lot of production effort into it. And it, it just didn't have that that snap that we've seen in a lot of these season three episodes that we've liked a lot. And then some here coming up in the future that we're going to watch that are really good Seinfeld episodes as well. So uh, definitely not that, you know, the Pez dispenser was not one of our favorites last week. No, this, this one definitely probably takes the cake so far as one of the worst Seinfeld episodes that we've seen. Yeah. Um, 
you know, it's unfortunate because there are some elements to it that, there, that you can like, but just watching some of these other season three episodes, it, it really is a huge misfire and very surprising too, because it, it just seemed like they were on a roll, whether you like the Pez dispenser or, uh, as much as, you know, the next person or whatever, but for the most part, a lot of these season three episodes were really good. And then you have this just absolute clunker kind yeah. of a surprise. Um, I'm trying, I'm looking ahead to see, um, well, you know, I guess now that I'm, now that I'm looking ahead a little bit, it makes sense that the, the smoking thing was a big deal okay. because two episodes from now is the first part of, uh, Keith Hernandez. Yeah. 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 So, and that's, that makes and those sense. Are, and those are our high quality Seinfeld episodes. Yeah. With Even the next one, um, with, uh, <laughs> The um, Jerry and Elaine setting up George with the girl. Um, yeah, the fix-up, yeah. Yeah, which is, uh, what's her name from Friends? Uh, Maggie was, Wheeler? Yeah, or, from uh, Friends. Actress, yeah. yeah. Um, Janice, yeah. yeah, from Friends. I always remember her from that. Okay. Um, you know, one thing about this episode that I struck me um, as odd, and I wondered if... Um, I wondered about it, but I didn't like go back and like play it back or anything. But when Newman was first mentioned, when he first, you know, he came out of the door and they were talking and you mentioned when they were talking about vacuuming and his house being dirty and stuff. Um, New, it sounded almost like Newman didn't live in the building when they first introduced him. Did you notice that? Like, I would never go into your house, you know? And, you know, so I think you watched this episode more than I did, but um, didn't didn't uh, Kramer at one point mention that he did not want to go into Newman's apartment? Like, that's what I, I think if I don't I can't remember if it was this episode, but I could have sworn he said, I, I'll never go. I don't want to I, I don't want to go into your apartment or whatever because it's filthy or whatever. I just don't want to step foot yeah. in or something. So I don't know if that like just implies in general or if like they do live in the yeah. building and they know him. So you're right. They kind of don't necessarily like put all the pieces together, but you know, it, it is odd, you know, the way they kind of introduce Newman. I think this is a, what we've seen with Seinfeld before where they introduce some people and, you know, not really knowing how to treat them or how to, have them interact with other characters because we've even seen that with Elaine. We've seen that with George. And those are two main cast of characters that at first didn't really have their footing set in concrete. It was really muddy for a, an episode or two or even a season before mm -hmm. they really kind of figured out how to better use George, how to better use Elaine. And of course, even Kramer too. When we first met Kramer, he certainly yeah. wasn't you know, what we've come to kind of come to know and love with that physical comedy and just his interaction with people. So yeah. not a surprise here with Newman, but, um, you know, it, I guess if you're a Newman fan, if you want to, you know, be involved in the uh, the canon of the Newman story, you'll probably have to keep this episode on your Rolodex, but not for me. Um, yeah. It's a it's a lot of wasted opportunities, some fun jokes and some, you know, introductions of, of good characters like Newman, but Everything else just absolutely misfires here. The you know, and the couple too, Gina and Martine, were somewhat annoying, and and Gina especially was extremely annoying. 
and yeah. just made it made it really hard to like anything about her and even yeah. wanting her to end up with Jerry or and you know you know I don't like Jerry all that much as a character. I, I felt bad for him. I kind of thought well, I don't want him to be with her and I don't even care about Jerry all that much half the time. So overall just uh Not really much. one of the worst ones I think. I mean yeah. I'm trying to think of episodes that you know are, are still to come in the in the coming seasons that I didn't really like. And I, I don't know. I mean, maybe something will stand out when we watch it again in future seasons, but this has to be one of the worst episodes of the post, yeah. you know, trying to catch their footing and find what their, what their show's really about that they did with these first couple of seasons. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't think we have anything else to say. No, I don't think so. Well, we <laughs> thankfully we can put this one to, to rest here. The fixed up, <laughs> The fix up is next, season three, episode sixteen. Um, you know, as uh, you mentioned, Jerry and Elaine decide to play matchmaker for the jobless, dateless, and hopeless George, uh, setting him up, setting him up with one of Elaine's friends, which is kind of interesting. And maybe we can get into it as well next week. But uh, you know, for as much as Elaine and you know Jerry kind of you know bash on George, especially Elaine sometimes. She does like tend to like set him up with her friends, which kind of doesn't really make a lot of sense to me. But uh, that is uh, something that we can maybe discuss a little bit next week. Uh, Any final thoughts (laughs) on the suicide episode? No. Yeah. Very glad that this one's over. Yeah. Yeah. I feel bad that you watch it. You watch this a couple of times then. I feel bad that you watch this more than once. Well, you know, it's funny. Um, Do you watch. Do you watch these on Hulu? I actually watch them on uh, on Netflix. Okay. Oh yeah, Netflix. Sorry. Um, uh, Chris and I always talk on our other podcast that we do together about the fact that it these just like roll one into the next one, you know. Yeah. yeah. So you know, this episode has come up on my screen, you know, because yeah. I watch them while I'm working, you know. Yeah. And today, I kind of I I usually take like. I have my notebook sitting next to where my work notebook is that I'm working out of. And, um, you know, today I didn't take a lot of notes and I was like, I'm in big trouble here. (laughs) You know, (laughs) there wasn't a lot to take in this one. Yeah. Yeah. So I was like, oh boy. Yeah. Well, we were able to squeeze out, I think, every last bit of pulp out of this orange, but. um, Well, we will talk next week about a better episode, even though I don't really remember this, the fix-up as much, but I'm sure anything at this point will be better than the suicide. So for Laura, this is Craig. We will see you next week for more Seinfeld. Hi, I'm Jennifer Mooney. Welcome to what is our new Hope Interrupted podcast based on the work from our book, Hope Interrupted, that I co-authored with my good friend Byron McCauley. Hey, Jennifer, you know, I'm looking forward to this podcast as much as I was looking forward to writing this book with you. We hope to interview some uh, high impact folks as well as have a little fun. We're going to cover stories of hope. To learn more about our podcast and our book, please visit www.hopeinterrupted.com.